0: Welcome to the CRAB podcast. Here at Children Raised Around the Blind, we have two goals. Our first goal is to help those living with the blind to understand them better and to help children through the difficulties that come from living with a blind parent. Secondly, we want to spread awareness of the blind community. Here on the podcast, we will share the things that blind people can do and ways the sighted world can include them in everyday life. Join us twice a month to learn about the visually impaired community. Everybody and welcome to our first podcast for May. This is getting out a little bit later, but um, so goes life, as we all know. I am so excited to share with you just um, kind of going down some of the questions and the things that uh, people ask all the time when you have a blind parent, and we're just going to discuss those here. And um, and I will put in something so makes sure you listen to the end for a casting call for the um, podcast for the second one for May and for June. So what are some of the common questions we get asked? Um, thought we would just cover this for those of you who may be dealing with this or maybe you're dealing with vision loss and trying to figure out why in the world those questions get asked. So my mom's totally blind and one of the things I grew up Having kids and adults alike says, does that mean she can't see at all? Um, It's one of the things that we interchange visually impaired and blind, sight impaired, and all these words. Um, But if you're in the community, you actually realize that they're different. So um, blind is usually used if you are at least legally blind, which is a vision of 2200 versus, um, like for my mom, blind is totally blind. She has nothing. She actually has prosthetic eyes for both. And it's, I think the ratio is about 5% of people who are blind actually have no usable vision or have no light perception or anything like that. So it's not a giant amount of the population. There are people who are blind that may still have, um, some ability to see lights and tell like if the lights on or the lights off, they may still see shadows and be able to um, kind of see things like that but um, That's one thing I growing up there would be kids I would walk up to my mom and wave their hand in front of her face trying to see if she would make a motion like she was pretending Um, and it was a lot of fun because (laughs) Because they are plastic Um, That's not how that works now. She still blinks and because of the way that they removed her eyes, the um, with the socket and everything, the muscles are still there. So her eyes still moves a little bit, like when she's reading. Um, it doesn't do a lot, but it almost looks like she's reading. Her, um, her eyes will kind of move back and forth, even though she's not using them because they're plastic. Um, another common question we got asked is, well, how does your mom know what you look like? Some people think that a blind parent is going to touch your face to feel what you look like. Now, there are times when this may happen, but generally speaking, um, my mom has never reached up and felt my face or tried to feel, um, you know, features and things like that because she has never seen fully. She has um, the concept that faces look different and they're different shapes and noses and eyes and all of the things that as a sighted person we understand, she doesn't understand and doesn't get because that's not something she's visually seen. Um, it's something she can feel tactually, but it's still not the same thing. So no, my mom does not touch my face um, to see what my face looks like. Some of the other things is, you know, how does your mom know what you're wearing? And one of growing up people would think that my mom would feel my outfits before I left the house. But um, she never really did that. Now, what she would do is when we would get new clothes, whether it was consignment or you know actually going to the store, she would make sure that we tried everything on, and she felt to make sure that it fit appropriately and was modest the way she wanted it to fit. Um, so that was one way she did it. But she never like proofed my clothes before I walked out the door. She never, um, you know, was sitting there making sure everything was correct. She left a lot of that up to us to do individually. Another thing that we would get asked a lot is, how does your mom read? And even though many people know that there is Braille, not every blind person reads Braille. And so um, there are a lot of people who were like, well, but how does she read it? And when you say, well, she reads it with her fingers, well, how does that work? And So we did a lot of education about Braille. It's one reason I learned Braille as a um, First or second grader. We learned the basics of the alphabet and then I've tried to learn some of the Contracted Braille. I'm not very good. Maybe one day. I'll try to get the certification, but um, I know enough to read what I have to read if I'm reading um, and I can read it with my fingers. You can go back on um, back to January and the podcast And Also on Facebook and Instagram. There's a couple videos of me reading book a book in Braille and talking about Braille So I do use it a little bit, but it is not something um, That I do frequently a lot of people would ask well, how does your mom? cook and so we would talk about well, she cooks by touch she cooks by smell Um, I Actually do a lot of my cooking that way nowadays, especially things that I've um, if I'm using the oven and I know really well. I will put timers on just to be sure, but generally I actually use my sense of smell to be able to tell if my food is ready. Um, if you're cooking like raw meat, you know that that's more squishy, so when it's done, it's going to be harder. Um, there's a few things that you know, are a little bit harder, like chicken breasts and things like that, so outside of chicken being one of those hard things um, generally mom had everything done and taught us how to cook so it's not Unusual it is skills, you know, she puts her finger in the lip of a cup to know how full to fill it When we did medicine as kids with liquid medicine, my dad would put a notch um, How far she was supposed to pull it up so she would know that um, You know, that's where that needed to be and those types of things so you do a lot of adapting but it's all pretty cool um it was interesting growing up that some of my mom's sighted friends said that they trusted my mom to watch their kids more than other sighted parents because they knew she was always listening you didn't get much past her Um, she was always keeping an ear out she could you know talk to an adult while listening to what the kids were saying and if we said too much said the wrong thing got on a topic she didn't approve on she would know um, before she had her severe hearing loss she could actually hear the refrigerator door open or hear you know you try to close the pantry door really quietly and she would be able to hear that as well. Another fun memory um, of growing up with a blind parent and the questions we got asked were you know how do you guide your mom? Why does she use the white stick? So we talked about cane usage Um, My mom didn't have her first guide dog until I was 16 so that was a pretty uh, Big change for us. She had never really wanted a dog and then when she won it started wanting one in early 2000s, um, my dad was very much against the idea of a big dog and So after they had separated she was able to go away. It was four weeks of training um, and each of us kids got placed in various friends and family Friends who were like family. We had no family living close by for those four weeks kind of rotating through I Had somewhat of a stable place to stay because I had a job and so I had to still work and then get my siblings to various activities that they had um, And the white cane is what she uses now. She's not going to be able to get a third guide dog and um, The cane as much as we were embarrassed of it because we knew most people then knew she was blind At the same time, um, as I've gotten older, I kind of like the cane, because even with the guide dog, you had a lot of people say, but she can see, right? Like, it's clearly a guide dog with a special type of harness, and no, she can't see you. (laughs) No, she's, you know, not faking it, and so we spent a lot of time educating people on guide dogs, and accessibility, and letting you in, and what a guide dog should and shouldn't do, and those types of um, things that you expect the public to know, but they don't always know. Um, so those were probably some of the top questions, comments we heard growing up. Um, another one was just how, how does your mom, you know, play games with you? And um, that one's always fun. So growing up, we only had Uno brailed. Um, none of our other games were ever accessible for mom. So, mom would listen while we played the games and stuff, but we um, ended up actually making uh, apples to apples when I was a teenager. We got apples to apples junior, and mom and I spent hours um, brailing each of the cards up and then putting them in Ziploc bags in the box. So, we have apples to apples brailed. We've also done sorry. Um, recently, we did phase 10 and got those cards brailed. And then um, we've also used categories because she can use her Braille taker and pull the list and then um, do it that way. So we didn't have a ton of accessible games growing up, but we did, you know, find our own things to do. A lot of what we did with mom was being read to. Um, She loved reading. She instilled all of us to enjoy reading, even the ones who are not big readers. And, you know, being able to have that and have a parent who, you know, when the lights are out, When there's a storm outside, um, she can still read to us. She can still pick up a book and she doesn't need a light. She doesn't have to see to be able to read at night. And um, those are always some fun memories of what it was like growing up. So I think I'm gonna end our podcast here. There's been a lot of extra noises and stuff. Um, Just a different day of recording. And I have a casting call request. Any of you who have a blind parent or maybe you know a child of a blind parent, reach out because I'm wanting to do a Zoom interviews, three questions, take about five to 10 minutes to get some voices for Mother's Day and Father's Day with just some memories and what it was like to grow up with a blind parent. So I hope to get a handful of people to respond. You can follow us and DM through our social media, which is Crab, C-R-A-B, children raised around the blind, or you can send an email directly to me. My email address is D-G-R-E-N, like Nathan E, V like Victor, I-T-C-H. So that's dgrinovich at gmail.com. And let me know that you're interested in the podcast. And we will try to set up times to get that done. I'm really excited. And I hope you guys will join me later. Bye.